0: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring. Boring.
1: You're going to get bored by baseball. Okay, one thing uh,
2: the game needs is more people like you. 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 You still have grown man run around tight pants. It's Mookie
1: Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. it's This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball.
2: Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host. Rob Redford. Do you think this is somewhat um, cyclical in the sense of, and I've had this conversation a lot with guys uh, about the value of what you're talking about personalities, clubhouse dynamics, leaders, um, and, and maybe valuing that as much? as as maybe the potential we see someone through the analytics and i got you know a couple examples we, we first of all we just had johnny gomes on the podcast which you know you bring in johnny gomes to kansas city and i don't think he even played in the world series but you know obviously had an impact there um i talked to eric cosmer and eric Hosmer, i mean i can't tell you how many time? To- how many guys from San Diego said this guy was such a huge, huge part of that clubhouse? And so I asked Hosmer about it, and he said I learned it from Aulabanes, you know, mm-hmm. in Kansas City. And I mean, this is a type of stuff that is very, very real. And and I think this is a complete guess, Dayton. I think that it might be a little cyclical in the sense of that front offices are maybe starting to understand this a little bit more than they did two years ago I don't know but the, the the voices are getting louder in respect of having of talking what you're talking about talking what I'm talking about of having these voices and maybe prioritizing this a little bit more than the guy with a great spin rate do you think that I, that's accurate I
1: think so because I mean you, you, you look at you know the important to me I think a manager is so important. I really do. I mean, it sets the tone, um, you know, for the entire organization. Uh, you want a manager, coaches that people aspire to play for, um, and I think that's where I think people have started to understand that. There was a period of time where people said, "You know, I don't think the manager is that impactful." I completely disagree. The clubhouse is a living, breathing organism. Those players are dealing with all kinds of things on the field, off the field. Uh, and, and our game requires so much concentration. It requires um, so much focus and discipline. And and when you're dealing with things out of your control or maybe self-induced off the field, it divides you and robs you of your, your focus and concentration on the field, which is so necessary to be successful over 162 games. And, you know, what I would say to this is, you know, there's a lot of times – that I'll be looking over, um, you know, uh, the stat sheet, if you will, um, for the, the previous month, and I'll, be, I'll say something, I'll think to myself, man, <clears throat> this player performed a lot better than I thought he did because I, I couldn't remember one big play or one big hit or one big game he pitched that was significant. But, you know, the numbers were, okay, they're pretty good, but I don't remember him doing anything to really help us win a game. And then there'll be a player and I'll be looking at it and I'll be saying, man, I, I thought he did a lot better than this because I can remember two or three hits or two or three plays or, or or two or three games where they pitched extremely well or got a big hit. Yeah. They only got one hit that game, but it was the biggest hit or they didn't get on base except the last at bat of the game in the ninth inning to start a rally. And, you know, those are the types of things that win baseball games and players In that clubhouse understand that. And uh, nobody – you can't – look, the one thing that we all know, Robin, you've been in clubhouses a long time, you can't fool players. No. You can't fool them. Don't even try. You might as well be transparent with all aspects of what you do because you're not going to fool them. And they know who can play. They know who the winners are. They know who the players that care deeply about winning and competing and genuinely can celebrate in the accomplishments of their, their teammates. And there's very few that have the ability to do that. And, you know, John Wooden said it this way. He said he'd rather have a player that makes the team great than a great player. Eric Hosmer has always been one of those players for me. He's a type, does he have ability? Of course he does. Um, he's been on all-star games. He's won gold gloves. He has talent. He was a first-round pick for a reason. But he's always been one of those players that, that makes a team great, makes a team go because of his attitude, his selflessness. He genuinely celebrates in the accomplishments of others. And he gets big hits, and he gets on base. And that's, that's what he did for us in Kansas City. And, uh, you know, I, I could talk about Eric Hosmer all day, what he brings um, to, a, to a baseball team.
2: Well, you know he's he's a good example of this, right? I mean, you can look at numbers and say he's had a decline, and but at the same time, it's it's the value that he brings. It's you know, in in saying, well, you know, you might not be getting the Hosmer of of five or six years ago, but you're getting a pretty good player, certainly a really good defensive first baseman who's going to be. I don't think it's going to be an automatic out by any means. And by the way, he's the rarity, uh, the rarest of rare guys that, to, to your point, is going to do what you need to do in the clubhouse. And there's, and put it this way, let this be honest, that's probably the harder thing to find these days. The everyday player that is going to be that guy too in the clubhouse. That's that's a pretty good combination. Well, well how
1: important it is. I mean, so. Look, we all have insecurities if we're honest, okay? The major league baseball players are no different. I mean, they're on the biggest stage. There's only 26 spots. They've got players that are they're competing against players that are trying to take their jobs. Um, the next great players in AAA or Double A. And so there's insecurities that exist with with Major League Baseball players as well. And so you need players like Eric Hosmer and others to take that young player aside or even that older veteran player aside and say, look, it's going to be okay. I believe in you. I know you're going through a tough stretch, um, but we're going to you know, we've got your back here and um, we're here. We're we're a team and uh, you need players like that um, because the players are the ones that are ultimately guiding every team's success and the, the quickest and, and that the, the you can form that bond and that unity and that togetherness, um, the better off you're going to be. And the teams that reach their ceiling, they get rid of the drama and the insecurities quicker. They may not win a world series, but they reach their ceiling. And it takes players like Eric Hosmer and, and others that, that understand that the game is about us and we, and not about me and I, and, um, to, and to to want to pour into player another player and to pull for another player, you've got to have a lot of we and us ends.
2: You talked about managers, the importance of managers, and and how you know that we should we should value managers. You know, in baseball, it's not necessarily saying this is when you should bunt, this is when you should hit and run, this is when you should do this or that. It's managing and correct me if i'm wrong but i think that you guys in kansas city you always made sure to pay your minor league managers more than as as much as anybody if not more is that right
1: well we always felt that was important you know one of the things i told mr glass when we when we left atlanta to come to kansas city i said look we're we're a small market team i accept that um that means you know our 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 40-man roster, our 25-man roster is going to have change. We're not going to be able to keep a lot of our star players. And so there there will be um, some players that that will move on. But we don't want to be in a position where we're going to have to constantly change scouting directors, uh, development directors, key front office personnel, minor league managers, area scouting supervisors. We've got to keep the core group of our leaders in the organization together. We need a foundation. We need stability. We don't want a lot of change in philosophy and personalities. That are going to interfere with the consistency of developing players. And so that's that was a commitment that that David Glass made to us when we came to Kansas City. I appreciate that. And our you know, our, our people have benefited from that. But I've always felt that your minor league managers and your area scouting supervisors are the backbone of your organization. And they're the ones that make the foundation strong. Okay.